0: Now, for something completely different, here is your host, former New York City radio star, now relegated to third-tier podcasting, Brian Wilson. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all sexes, and all of you basking in the beneficent benefits of Bidenomics. please be forewarned, it's time again for another excruciating slide down the razor blade of life, an experience second only to the last pant-moistening episode of the two and only just last week, but with more sensational reactions than lemon juice on a paper cut. Brian Wilson's my name, last living legend before the interstate, and joining me once again, surrounded by the rubber walls of his lead condom, just out of gun range of the logic-free zone, my unindicted co-competitor in preventing equality from infesting podcasting, best-selling author, investigative reporter for the New York Post, opinion writer, and this week's guest speaker, at the Dundalk, Maryland Underwater Boat Show, you're invited to come in and meet Jim and let the kids tug on his beard and meet the Dundalk Pirate. He has a patch over both eyes. James, it's uh, good to see your side hustle is doing so well these days.
1: Well, thanks so much. Uh, a lead line condom. You know that brings oh, back. Oh, I'm ma- sorry. It's supposed to be condominium. I must have uh, misspelled. Oh, hey, six in one, half dozen <laughs> the other. It it already brought back bad memories of college.
0: True that. True that. And uh, and you can read all about that in uh, in Jim's, well, in several of Jim's books, actually. It pops up once in a while. Uh, and, and we'll get to that later, too. But um, by now, I hope everyone listening has had the opportunity to read Mr. Bovard's latest scathing report in the New York Post yesterday, Waking Up to Sham. I I got to tell you, for, for just a second there, I, at first I thought you, know, you were going to be doing a scene from The Godfather. Uh, it wasn't ah, ah. sh- Sham's Secretariat rival, uh, just uh, that he beat like a cheap rug at the Belmont for the Triple Crown. Wasn't that? that what was the name of his horse? And so I, uh, that kind of bothered me a little bit. But uh, it was a great. If you haven't seen it, it's a um, it's a terrific, uh, terrific piece. Uh, again, talking about things that uh, nobody in the mainstream media talks about, as far as the are uh, alleged. Economic growth, economic growth. Although I have to say, Jim, just one quick thing before we get into the the meat and potatoes of your article. One of the sentences uh, halfway down. Federal spending increased 16% in fiscal year 2023. At the same time, tax revenue plunged by 7%. Soaring budget deficits should be a surprise only to people who failed arithmetic in fifth grade. Arithmetic. When's the last time anyone saw that word in print or used in common parlance?
1: Hmm.
0: But glad you did.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was a choice of so that or mathematics. And I was looking at that sentence and, and I say, you know, it's not mathematics. It's simply freaking arithmetic. It's like, okay, you got the numbers on this side. You got the numbers on that side. I was I was playing around and I said, well, kind of do something on double entry bookkeeping. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Just keep it simple. Arithmetic.
0: Yeah, the KISS formula. Well, you know what? I looked it up just because I it, it, it brought to my mind – What salient difference is there between arithmetic and math? You know, we always say you got to take a math. Okay, good. What's the difference? Yeah, well, it says the mathematics of integers, rational numbers, real numbers, or complex numbers under addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. So there it is. The basics of mathematics is arithmetic. And obviously, to your point, unless you failed arithmetic, you think Bidenomics is just a cat's butt. So... Yeah. So
1: I was I was whittling on that and I was trying to work in some reference to California and their new math out there, which is just one of the biggest train wrecks in modern educational history. Uh, But uh, it was, you know, I was stretching too far and it's like I got uh, word limits biting me in the butt. It's like, okay, drop that joke.
0: Yeah. I wonder sometimes, and this probably isn't the place for the discussion, but I'm sure that uh, people that follow you and, and, and you know, your writings of books and, and so on, just how much of a struggle or how much of a tug of war, you know, is it uh, when you're dealing with word selection, word choice, uh, what your brain is telling you, what your vocabulary is telling you, what your gut is telling you, that your gut's telling you, well, this is a good word. Arithmetic is a good word. And then your brain comes in and says, oh, now, wait a minute. There may be uh, something there in Roget's Theosaurus that uh, uh, gives you a, a different spin. This is a good example of how, you know, you you went with your first choice, and it was, uh, it was perfect. It sent, you know, the perfect message and the right definition and so on. I'm, and it got me to look up the difference between math and arithmetic. So even... You know it had an educational benefit Amazingly,
1: well yeah and, and and keep in mind that it was is for a new york paper so so if this article was had been published uh, down where you're living it would have been arithmetic in 10th grade yeah true true that
0: true that that is exactly right uh, although I, I guess probably firearms ballistics comes before that. So I don't know how they'd to <laughs> work that out.
1: You know that comes in handy these
0: days. What it I does. Say? I mean, to know just what the bullet drop is gonna be at three hundred yards with a east wind at two miles an hour. That's that's really good to know. You know, you know, whether you got hide behind a garbage can or a brick wall. But um with respects to our uh, our crack president and uh, and how great Bidenomics is working and it's doing just so well. Um, you know, it kind of ties into the other things he says they're doing so well that aren't. Uh, and I'm wondering: is is? And we all understand politics, and you know, and they're all inveterate liars and and so on. But when you say, did the Beltway get suckered on Biden's boom that exists largely due to sham statistics? Can we rightfully chalk all this up to uh, the media's inability to have? Like you pointed out, the, the Washington Post have a, a decent economist on hand to say this ain't working?
1: Yeah, well, it's my understanding that some of the uh, media outlets have a, a job a job requirement. If someone is going to be a financial reporter, they've got to prove that they failed Econ 101 in college.
0: Oh, OK. Well, that would work. That would work. And they never read the Wall Street Journal or, or watch uh, anything like that. What was that other line you you uh, pulled out from Harry, Harry Truman? Give me a oh, one-handed yeah. economist. Yeah, Yep. Yeah.
1: All my economists say. On the other hand, <laughs> yeah, on one was,
0: hand rather. I'm sorry, I blew it.
1: Yeah, I was fishing for a setup, and I said, okay, I had a vague recollection. Let's, you know, let's go and check the quote. I said, yeah, it'll do. So.
0: Mm. But all these things raise uh, questions. uh, I hope they're raising questions in everybody's mind. When you said uh, later in the article, government spending equals power for politicians. Asking politicians to reduce spending is like asking a king to abdicate his throne or an alcoholic to pass on a drink or so many of those things. Congressional Republicans and the Biden administration will likely have another showdown on federal spending at the end of the month. Well, that's that's two things there. Where where are the Republicans, uh, the worthy opposition, or even. Uh, People in think tanks and so on are supposed to have the responsibility of pointing out, uh, handing out the Pinocchios, as the Washington Post occasionally does. There doesn't appear to be any, and you mentioned this in the past, there doesn't appear to be any aggressive inquisitions made on the part of anything, any subject, that might might embarrass the current administration.
1: Um, There are some people doing some good work on this. There are some outlets doing some good work. Uh, so, But it, it rarely penetrates the um, major liberal media. So part of what was amusing about this was the um, was a tone of shock and surprise in the Washington Post article about Biden doubling the bu- federal budget deficit this year. It's kind of like, you know, it was amazing how Washington's best and brightest could be clueless for so long. But the same is true of foreign policy and a lot of other areas. So this is, this is not a novelty, unfortunately. No,
0: but you wonder, I mean, I understand, uh, who was it, uh, George Carlin, I guess, who said 175 million people uh, have an IQ under 100, and that's half the population of the United States. So you know, that means the other 175 million, you know, have 101 maybe and going up, but— it, it begs the question when you come to things like you mentioned in the in the second part of that, that they're going to go through this this routine about federal spending at the end of the month and shutting down the government. And it, it's it's like watching reruns. You know, it's the same thing over and over again. You already know what the ending is going to be. The Republicans are going to cave and, and, and uh, McCarthy is going to make some pious comment about, oh, well, all these great things that we won, these reforms that are going to go into effect and how this is going to transform America. And it's, it's horse hockey. If he's not lying, then he's dumber than a box of hair, too.
1: Well, he's been in Washington a long time, so he's got to be smart. Well, but that's so,
0: smart so, by itself. The- <laughs> yeah, so
1: the, uh, yeah, so there's a uh, probably another sh- uh, showdown later this month with the um, continuing resolution. And it's, it, it's sort of like watching endless replays of an old-time Mexican snuff movie. But, but the thing that's getting snuffed is taxpayers. Yeah, big time.
0: There was a couple of things th- that I saw that I wanted to ask you about that are, um, if I can put them in the proper order, there were uh, headlines from over the weekend uh, that the United States is uh, planning to make Ukraine into Europe's big Israel. And the idea that uh, that we're going to be subsidizing Ukraine at the same levels of taxpayer money in foreign uh, relations, foreign uh, subsidies, as we do for Israel, which I think is uh, three, four billion dollars a year. Um, is it your understanding that both sides of the aisle, as they say, are are perfectly comfortable with this?
1: Ha ha ha! Oh, that's a tough question. Yeah, there's a lot of folks who were, um, a lot of members of Congress who are outspoken against this. Uh, there were quite a few Democrats who. Uh, for like 24 hours, said that they thought it was a bad idea to give unlimited support to Ukraine. Um, there have been storylines inside the Beltway of how the U.S. intervention, U.S. support for Ukraine, has gone so well. The uh, most of the reports I'm seeing from the from the spring offensive by the Ukraine army is it's gone uh, not nearly as well as expected. Very heavy losses, and I don't see the I don't see any happy ending for either country in this. And it doesn't make any sense for the U.S. to be opposing a uh, ceasefire, because nobody's going to win. There's going to be a lot more people dying, and uh, and a lot more crooked politicians stealing money. So, well, yeah,
0: I, I saw a couple of of, um, of takeoffs on that where it was estimated that uh, the uh, American media, you know, notwithstanding the body count for Ukraine, should be up around five hundred thousand. And uh, and that would not be that would not be out of line, but you know you can't you can't have this tug of war of who said she said I said I read you know whatever. But you there are things uh, like for example the other thing that really uh, bothered me uh, was it came out Sunday U.S. to arm Ukraine with toxic depleted uranium munitions, and I remember uh, the uh, Bosnia Herzegovina uh, tete tete where we were using those weapons over there. And when it was all over and everybody went home, the water systems were polluted beyond belief. The land couldn't grow anything. Animals were all affected by all this depleted uranium lying all over the place in the form of expended munitions and and so on. And I'm thinking, well, now they talk about Ukraine being this breadbasket of Europe and all this fertile land that you can just throw a seed down and boom, you know, you get checking the beanstalk results. I, you, you got to wonder just how depraved the CIA, the State Department, you know, running this thing uh, must be to actually think they're going to go forward with
1: this. It's a mess. It's a mess. They, they're simply not looking at consequences. Uh, my impression is that the cluster bombs the U.S. is sending there are being scattered all over the place, with, and no one is really tracking where they're going. So once the uh so if and when the shooting ends, uh you're gonna have a toxic landscape from the cluster bombs as well. You're gonna have a lot of children getting maimed or killed. Uh so but it's this it's unfortunate uh that the American media for the most part is simply um going along for the ride and the cheerleading. And it's you know, it's like that they haven't um it's a year and a half with the war almost, and it's I don't understand how the uh, folks still think there's going to be a happy ending for anybody. So,
0: well, when you get Biden up there constantly saying, "For as long as it takes," "For as long as it takes," "For as long as it takes," I'm saying, Chief, you know the. We've pretty much given up on being, you know, home of the brave, land of the free, uh, to the republic for which it stands, a democracy of, by, for, we're just, we're just living in some sort of a mild, uh, oligarchical dictatorship. Um, the idea that the government's response has been responsible to the government for, you know, has been responsible to the people for, for, for God knows how long the elections are all tainted with all sorts of, um, uh, unacceptable behavior, uh, ballot harvesting, and all the rest of it. But the hell, we might as well just give it up, go to work. You know, put the uh, put the money under the mattress and watch uh, LSU embarrass itself on uh, TV in the football game Saturday. Something like that. It's. Um,
1: I'm sorry that was painful for you. Oh, well,
0: you know, it's uh, the LSU uh, team. You know, the football team is kind of a lot like uh, uh, America, I guess. They've got a doofus for a leader. And um, calls the wrong plays, and you know he's apologizing to the reporter before the game even starts. How the quarterback still needs some work, and so well, what the hell? You know, let's just drink the beer and eat the pizza and go watch uh, Mary Tyler Moore reruns or something like that. This is not a season to be celebrated. But anyway, uh, there was all of that with the uh, uranium depleted material, and uh, and an earlier article that. uh, Ukraine's got a problem with military graft and showing these guys uh, offloading weapons and selling them to their friends and neighbors and anybody who's got the money and so on. This is is great. This is uh, so encouraging for the American taxpayer to know that all this money is going over there, but uh, we can only afford 700 bucks for Hawaii. And we're not going to East Palestine anytime soon because there's just not enough room in the
1: president's schedule. But as far as them... Selling the um, selling the black market the 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 weapons that the U.S. is sending over, you know, it's worked out pretty well for the Baltimore Police Department. Oh yeah, you're you're exactly right. That
0: uh, another uh, another great story that uh, just hasn't apparently made the uh, made the front pages of anybody's newspaper, not even the Baltimore Sun. Although I think those people up there are getting they're getting a little uncomfortable with what's going on uh, down around the. Uh, harbor place and okay. uh and the stadium it's gone the okay
1: of it's gone i don't know how long it's been since you've been to baltimore but it's basically all shut down and uh, all those stores have been driven out and uh, you know it's just it's it's pretty grim
0: i guess so it, it has been a while it has been a while since i've been there i think uh, one of the last times was uh was when we had lunch with uh, with Walter Williams, and um, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. The, uh, that's got to be you know going on you know, eight or ten years. But I I did not know that all the shops and quaint little places, restaurants and souvenir joints were uh, were empty. The, uh,
1: Almost all of them. Almost all. Yeah. There's been a huge um, uh, exodus. Uh, I think that they're 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 doing some kind of The government's bankrolling some plan of what to do with that area to do a a total uh, remodeling. You know, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's um, with the crime in Baltimore being so out of control, I don't think any business is going to be coming in there. So.
0: Well, you know, maybe they could refurbish the whole place with a bunch of uh, mattresses and plumbing and uh, turn it into a place. I mean, I think Baltimore, I think Maryland is a sanctuary state, so they could take some of those um, some of those immigrants, illegal immigrants from up in New York, and bring them down, and uh, they'd be right there on the water. In fact, the uh, boats could come right into the harbor place there and offload them right into their uh, into their quarters. That might be uh, that might be something. Access to the baseball stadium, the football stadium, and so on. It's It's just an idea. It certainly wouldn't be a revenue enhancer, but what the hell? You know, what would be? I don't know. Maybe they could open up a guns and ammo store down there and help out the gangs, make a little money off of that.
1: Yeah, I don't think that they—I think some of the people might have a little trouble um, with the background checks. True, true. Well, just time alone.
0: You know, I mean, how are you going to get that information out of a third-world country? You know, I mean, that's— this is as bad as getting it out of America. They uh, <laughs> you're supposed to be cleared on those background checks within a matter of minutes. And uh, they have a limit, I think, of three days or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, all these things are going to pot anyway, even though that's legal. So it doesn't really matter. I guess we just have to move right along. Too bad for people in Maui. Too bad for people living in cars out there. No FEMA help. All, all the FEMA people are over in the swanky hotels catching some rays. But, yeah. Um, it is what it is. Oh, how about the uh, speaking of, of destitute places? Do you think that the president may um, may show some heartfelt concern uh, for the uh, for the folks out at the the Burning Man festival? That I know it's a big mud puddle now, but. Um,
1: it's Those a lot his of his donors, a lot yeah. of his donors and supporters, are, or or as the term goes, there were many influencers there. This term influencer <laughs> is just <laughs> such a degradation of the English language, but you know, eh, I'm archaic. So. I never really understood it,
0: but uh, I did enjoy that one shot where the people were lying down across the road, the environmentalist wackos, and uh, that Marshall's truck came in and just... You know, blew right through it. But uh, what a couple of things to clear up before we go on on previous discussions. Did the National Archives ever wind up uh, taking down the barricades um, that they put up to defend Joe Biden's imaginary friends? Is that uh, that all nope. been cleared? Nope. Up? nope.
1: Nope. 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 That's uh, that's going to be dragged out. There's going to be a long fight on this and. Um, we'll see if the evidence ever comes out. So, mm. and and that uh, the big
0: story over the holiday weekend was that FLOTUS, formerly known as Dr. Jill Biden, all vaxxed and boosted, uh, got the uh, dreaded COVID again. So she's quarantined in one of Biden's non-home houses. And he, um, I, I've been wondering how the how big government is uh, going to get. Well, us ordinary Americans always love that term uh, to get jabbed again after all the revelation on these vaccine failures, sudden deaths, myocarditis infections, and all that other deadly stuff. I wonder if they got a plan for that.
1: Um, well, uh, hopefully, if they have any plan, hopefully it works better than the vaccines. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, uh, Jill Biden had uh, at least four shots and counting boosters, maybe more, and it's like um, it's funny to see the uh, the president out there pushing. These booster shots, even for six-month-old babies, and they yeah. have no idea of what the long-term impact or even the short-term impact is. Mm. But um, it's kind of like Pfizer owns a lot of real estate inside the District of Columbia.
0: Yeah, some of it's two-legged. That's the other part. But, uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Unfortunately, not the uh, not for the people who get the wrong end of the COVID stick. But nevertheless. Before the dreaded curtain of mercy uh, comes crashing down on uh, this episode, remember... Uh, Once again, next week is Jack Daniel's birthday, so take a tip from your two and only summa cum lousy graduates of the Dundalk School of Total Inebriation and get all your family and friends, even complete strangers, uh, some inspirational reading material from the award-winning author James Bovard and award-losing scribbler Brian Wilson, all available while supplies last at Better Bookstores still operating and, of course, online at Amazon. Hurry up, though, because there's barely a boatload left before we have to print some more. If you're one of the uh, Bidenomic victims, living paycheck to whatever's next, you can uh, you can always sign up for uh, Brian Wilson writes. It's a free Substack subscription that also offers you the side benefit of being notified or warned, as the case may be, of the next two and only chat fest. Failing all of the above, join the rest of the short bus riders over at JimBovard.com and brianwilson.net for additional agitation. Members of today's studio audience will each receive a full-color, anatomically correct, life-size portrait of Hillary Clinton, suitable for framing, gift-wrapping fish, or training that new puppy. Thanks for enduring our podcast version of a root canal. Make sure to call your neighbors and tell your friends. Our next episode will be gluten-free, but loaded with GMOs for the pride of the New York post, Jim Bovard, Joe Ted, our battery powered bus driver. This is your offstage renouncer, Brian Wilson, reminding you till then, remember to enjoy the closing days of baseball where a ball goes into the stands and you get to keep it. You don't see that in NASCAR. Pull the plug, Joe.